Have you ever wanted to discover what's missing in your life? Metaphysics is available to all and is part of your life even if you don't know it. Welcome to Metaphysics, a view through the veil with Barb Crowley. Together we'll explore the mysteries behind metaphysics and how to use it to have a deeper understanding and advantage in life. And now here's your host, Barb Crowley. Hi, this is Barb Crowley and welcome to Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. Today, we're going to have on Timothy and Joanna uh, Dowdle, who have written the I Ching Oracle, A Guide Through the Human Maze. Um, And they're going to show us how to consult the I Ching Oracle and receive clear answers to important questions. They explain the methods used for consulting the Oracle and how the Oracle responds to the reader's questions. One thing that I am so excited about, I have played on and off with the I Ching for years and never really understood it. So now I have two experts who can go through and explain it to me. And they're experts who have actually used it for 30 years. So they're not just somebody who has studied and analyzed. They have used it. So welcome to the show, Tim and Johanna. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, hello, Barb. It's good to be with you. It's great. One thing about the I Ching that has so caught my attention is it's a uh, divination tool that, in my opinion, is ancient, goes back a long time, and is relatively pure. So many of our tools have been changed and, and resurrected you know, in other forms through the years. But the I Ching has, is relatively pure, a few updates. But you want to tell us a little bit about the history? Yeah, sure. The, the I Ching is still intact. It's still uh, completely undamaged. It's an amazing book. It's one of the oldest books in the world. It was compiled about a thousand years BC. Um, since then, in the 18th century, um, the, the Confucian school in China, the Confucian scholars came with extra commentaries on the original text. And all of that is intact. It's very, uh, it's, it's very clear, it, it, but the problem for the average reader is it's written in a very cryptic language. It's very difficult to understand. So uh, what we have done is we've made a study of the complete text and we've consulted the book for many decades and we've come with uh, descriptions that are much more clear, much more easy to understand for, for anybody who wants to consult the oracle. And this is this is what I'm so excited about because your book is it's very clear and step by step, but at the same time I still stumbled. <laughs> I still stumbled. But uh, let me first ask you, how did you guys get into the I Ching to use this oracle over others? Um um, I heard about it from a friend who demonstrated it to me um, because uh, there is a book that has been translated in English and that and, and it has been translated separately in Dutch. That is a book by Richard Wilhelm um, in the USA. It has been published by 
Princeton University Press. And um, she had the Dutch edition of that book and she demonstrated it to me. Before then, I didn't have an idea about any kind of divination, but the answer was so to the point that I was impressed. I said, hey, you can get an answer from, say, elsewhere. And I carried that with me, bought the Dutch edition of the book myself, then met Tim, and at a certain point, now actually from the beginning, I told Tim about it, but um, later on, I managed to buy the English edition from uh, uh, of the of the book by uh, Richard Wilhelm, and with that, Tim could get into it. So then we have this the synergy, the combined force to try mm -hmm. and understand, and what really made us to dive into it is it's always a situation where you feel that you're a little bit with your back against the wall. And uh, through your standard reasoning, you don't know it anymore. And then you say, okay, let's try the other goal. And that was how we got started. Yeah. Now, why, why the I Ching above, let's say, Tarot or, or some other methods? Well, that, that's, a, that's a I'm good sorry, question. Go sorry, that, that's a good question because we also do tarot, but mm -hmm. uh, the I Ching is is um, really the the most straightforward and easiest one to consult. The tarot is somewhat more difficult, um, but they're both very valuable oracles, and, and we use them both. You do, I, yeah. I, yeah. Ching, I Ching came first. That was one of the reasons why we started. And in a okay, way, okay, in I, your life or in history? In, in, in my life. Okay. Um, uh, in our lives, I Ching came first. We started on it, and um, Tarot came second, and mm -hmm. it, it took more time to get into that because I find Tarot much more an intuitive oracle. But when you, if you have to start developing all of that, you have to start to develop an antenna. The I Ching, I've found a good starter because you don't have the same thing as with a Tarot card where you have to look at multiple interpretations and then sometimes sense what is the right interpretation in this in this place? Well, with the I Ching, yeah, you have you get the you get the text, and that's your answer. The only thing is you have to translate that to your own situation. Yeah, that that's that's the whole point because the, the difficulty with the tarot is that each card has actually multiple interpretations. So mm -hmm. a, a particular card has all different possible scenarios. So the problem for whoever consults the tarot is which one applies to me. But with yeah. the I Ching, you have a single scenario that is clear. There, there is no um, 
multiple interpretation. A hexagram is a hexagram. It's simply a hexagram is a is, is really a diagram of, of a real situation. And, and it's very clear, it's very explicit about exactly the nature of the situation. Whereas the tarot, uh, it, 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 it is a little hazy. So it requires interpretation, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's more work, but the tarot, nevertheless, is an amazing uh, form of divination. And, and we do use it, but it, uh, it does require a lot of effort to really penetrate into exactly the message it's, it's trying to send. Whereas mm -hmm. with I Ching, it's, it's easier. One of the philosophies of I Ching is change, change that um, the growth that comes with change, you have to have change to grow, it looks like. And, and originally that book came in the book of changes, which I think I actually read back in the 60s or something, yeah. you know, and, and just blew me away. But I was also not functional with it. It, it was it was tough. It was a, a tough book. But that that basic belief of change in I Ching, do I have that right? That there's you, a basic belief in change. You have it perfectly right because the, the I Ching is a collection of 64 hexagrams, but all of the hexagrams are changing into one another. Uh, each of the hexagram, each hexagram is a, is a situation, but it's a situation that's in a process of change. So when the situation changes, you have a different hexagram. Therefore, it's the book of changes. It, it is a a totally perfect reflection of real life, which is we we all go through changes, mm -hmm. and, and 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 the the, the hexagrams simply uh, portray the changes that we're going through, and the beauty of consulting the change is that you can see the kind of situation you're in, and the change that you're going through, and what it will develop into. So it's it's an amazing. Uh, Oracle. And this is where I get confused. <laughs> so um, with, with, well, let me back up. You can use, because I don't want to jump ahead. I do want to jump ahead, but I don't want to confuse everybody. But um, you use both sticks or coins. And you want to talk about the differences of those and how you can use each one. Um. Um, or do you want to talk about something else before we get to that point? Because um, I, it is such a big they, subject. They, they, you, you asked your questions. It is very interesting to uh, answer your questions. And if we can sell it to you, then uh, <laughs> yeah. we might have succeeded. And right. Then, I, I've well, always bought it. I've just never been able to work it. You know? But I've always understood the, the possibilities, you know, of, of using the I Ching and um, the purity and the clarity of it, you know, but I've just never been able somehow to really comprehend it, make it work. I feel very stupid saying this because I've gone through so many yeah, and with your book, your book is probably the most clear. And still, I'm, I'm going to have you walk me through it. Well, so, you know, 
but, but sorry, before you explain how to consult the oracle, I just want to say to you that I had exactly the same problem with the eating when I first started reading it. Oh, I good. Couldn't make, I, could, <laughs> I couldn't make head or tail of it. That's but, kind of the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah, but it, 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 is, it is amazing. But once you really go into it and you start consulting the oracle and you use it as a guide, the whole a whole world opens up, and then you start mm-hmm. to see how the whole I Ching oracle is put together and, and how you can use it. So it in the beginning it might look difficult, but once you start using the oracle, everything opens up. That, that's it. that's but, that's but, the way but, I, I feel. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I say another another thing is um, the way we put our book together and hopefully mm-hmm. explain those hexagrams and lines and whatever a bit better, is through experience. We have used ourselves as guinea pigs in some kind of ex- experiment that we let ourselves be guided. And in, in the beginning, we sometimes misunderstood and basically mm-hmm. took the wrong exit. And then you evaluate it and then gradually by experimenting and evaluating your experiment, uh, you arrive at an idea of this is what it means. And the fruit of that is our book. And what, what we always say is use the original text because it has to start connecting with you and use our book a bit as a companion. Um, it gives an explanation of this is the experience belonging. Uh, this is the experience belonging with the with that text. And um, yeah, if you have the original text, then it is a whole pass. And that is why we have come with our book. So yeah, if if we have done the experiment with ourselves, then let's share that. So and what we hope is that you keep the original text and you use us as a companion and then you have a a bit more something to work with providing that first you get the message right so you get the right result and and then afterwards that with the two texts um, you can say we have written the book that we wished we had at the beginning but that was the Mm -hmm. experiment so that was our task now, when you say the original text, do you mean the Book of Changes? Um, yes, but of course... Well, in what trans- for me be the Book of Changes, which is yes. English? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know which translation you've had. We, of course, we, we have a translation, and that was... We used Richard Wilhelm, either in the English translation mm-hmm. by Carol Baines, or in the... Dutch translation by somebody in the Netherlands, but these translations came about separately because the Dutch person translated it from German already before the war. And uh-huh. um, I don't know, if you use Richard Wilhelm, that is the writer, translated by Carol Baines, then yeah, you have this text that you have to uh, understand and what we are is then the companion. So I don't know which text you've, you've got. 
and I don't either. <laughs> it's somewhere on the shelf. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I I played with it years ago, a couple of times, and um, and then and then picked, came back to it with you guys where I picked it back up and I thought, well, I have hope here. You know, I really kind of gave it up with the book of changes. It was just, it, it, I just couldn't get there. So then with your book, I thought, Oh, I have, I have hope here. <laughs> There's a well, possibility. I really can do this. Well, I think, think with the, what we've done with our book, um, a guide through the human maze is that you use the Oracle to find a pathway through life, it's mm-hmm. really it's really crucial that you find your way through life, and so the whole uh, oracle and and on all the descriptions of the hexagrams help the reader to to find his or her way through all kinds of situations, but also to. Uh, uncover the, the, the purpose of their lives, the, the meaning, what, what, what do they want to do with their life? What, what, what aims do they have? So it's, it's about, it's about uh, finding your way through life, but more than that, it's about finding fulfillment. It's about finding success. Uh, it's, it's about achieving something. It's about finding happiness. It, 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 is, it is about following a guide to really get clarity over what you want to do with your life. I think that's some of the essence of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Why has the I Ching not taken off? Why hasn't it gotten traction? Is it because of the complexity or? Well, because it's, I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry, but it was more popular uh, in the 60s and 70s. Um, it, it goes through cycles. Sometimes it, it's more popular than other times. The problem that's happened with the I Ching is, as I said before, the original I Ching is written in very cryptic language mm-hmm. that is, for the average person, very difficult to understand. So what we, we've done, we've come with a, um, an interpretation of the original text in plain language. And that makes the whole subject more accessible for everybody. And that, the reason, that is what gave me hope. <laughs> <laughs> and the, 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 reason, the reason the I Ching is um, really uh, also not being... Uh, of enormous success is is because the methods used for consulting the oracle have not been very clear, and they've mm-hmm. also been they've also been flawed. They 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 haven't been accurate. So what we've done is fraud. Did you say flawed? F L A W E D flawed. Oh, okay, yeah. flawed. I'm thinking yeah. you're saying fraud, and I'm thinking, no. well, how would that be? <laughs> no, it, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Feel so, better. So that that that's why the popularity of the I Ching mm-hmm. never really took off, because the yeah. method used for consulting the oracle was not accurate, 
What we've done with our book is we've come with a, a completely accurate method for consulting the oracle that absolutely works. And it, it means that if, if, if you use our book to consult the oracle, it will give you completely clear and accurate answers to whatever questions you have. May I clarify that mm-hmm. on, in itself, the message with the coins or the message with the sticks has been described correctly. No problem with that. But it is in the interpretation of the results that um, you can go and in, get into trouble because that is where, uh, yeah, um, the text wasn't complete. We've mm-hmm. read uh, in, in, in somebody's book that is uh, William de Vancouver, who, who tried to trace back the history of the I Ching, and he said it's possible that some elements were lost in the original oh. text before the text that Richard Wilhelm translated came into being. And that there is a number of gaps in interpretation of the results. The methods themselves, how you do it with the sticks or how you do it with the points, that, that is completely correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, 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 we couldn't uh, fold that. And, and uh, you've, you filled in the gaps basically by keeping a, um, a log book of 30 yeah. years of use and, and, and certain- show them, you know, how to interpret or, or filling in those holes, basically, how to interpret. Yeah, and, and, and at a certain point, I can only say Tim had a flash of inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I say, yes, but, and then, yeah, that maybe goes too far into it, but this especially when 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 you get multiple lines in an oracle and therefore multiple changes, why is it that uh, it is um, contradictory? I say, yeah, but the thing is that with the change of each line, you get a different hexagram. So it is more a kind of uh, step by step, first that, then that, then that. And when we did that, I went, that is, I kept an archive of all our consultations so I could check it. And everything became clear and then the pieces came together. And that is why we have in our book, uh, yeah, quite a few pages. of uh, Quite a few uh, examples, yeah, yeah, which is great. These examples to to explain, yes, first you go into that and then into that and then into that. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah. And yeah, people have to follow that uh, quite precisely because, uh, yeah, it, it is a user manual. That, that is a point where you really have to read it. If you go over it too fast, mm-hmm. then you miss out. Then, then you fly out of the band. And it, it, yeah. it, it's kind of, it's, it's a complete oracle because you can ask it all kinds of questions as long as the question is important. So you can simply ask, should I rent this apartment? Should Mm -hmm. I buy this house? Or how do I get through this situation? It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, What what do I do? Uh, So it it answers 
really important questions, but also mundane questions like, you know, should I rent this apartment? Because maybe it's not a good idea to rent the apartment. If it isn't, then the oracle will say, will give an indication that that is not the right decision to make. Um, the whole thing about this is that the metaphysics of this is that, um, is that inside our minds, in our subconscious, mm-hmm. we already know the future. But what the oracle does is it unlocks the, the, the knowledge inside your mind of, of, of what is to come, what is, is going to happen. So, yeah. so the, the, whole, the whole point of, of consulting these oracles is, is that you, you really access your own subconscious. And, and, and then what the oracle does is that it, 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 it presents the information that you have locked away mm-hmm. and gives it to you in, 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 in its oracle description. So, for example, if you're in a situation that's falling apart, hexagram 23, and you consult the oracle, and you get that hexagram, that hexagram will completely describe the situation you're in and how you need to find your way out of it. So it, it is very powerful, very fundamental information that it gives us. And as far as we're concerned, we, we couldn't imagine living in this world without having an oracle, because at the moment we're using it to find our way through our life now. So mm-hmm. we have recently consulted it, and, and we've, we've got interesting hexagrams and lines that are giving us a strong indication of what's, where we're going next in our life, our next stage in life. So it's a kind of ongoing dynamic. But you're very specific about the questions. In, in your book, you speak about that the questions have to be somewhat specific and clear. Yeah. That you can't kind of make in general. <laughs> well, I, I think that's right. It, if you're going to consult the, the I Ching Oracle, it has to be really important. Because if it isn't, the Oracle simply doesn't answer the question. And You've bored it? <laughs> You've bored the Oracle? <laughs> well, uh, it, amazingly, the Oracle doesn't get bored. So what it does is it throws back at you the situation you're in. So if you mm-hmm. ask the oracle a question that doesn't make sense, it will simply give you a hexagram of the situation you're actually experiencing. And then you will have to look at that situation and say, huh, this is the situation I'm experiencing. Wow, I didn't realize it was put together like this. I didn't understand completely the situation I was in. But now I'm getting right. a hexagram from the oracle that's telling me, hey, this is the situation you're in. And what it, what it also does is it comes with another hexagram that describes the situation that your present hexagram situation will develop into. So it comes with a scenario that your present situation will develop into, which is, of mm-hmm. course, uh, fantastic because you want to see what's around the corner. Right. That, what's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Very so so that, that's, that's how it's working. 
You know what? We're going to I'm going to take a break now. And um, because it's a perfect place to take a break. And when we come back, I want to really I want to have you go through how to use it and how um, and we'll have examples. I'll ask you for examples and all that. But the step by step of how to use it. And this is where I stumble. So I'm looking forward to this. We'll be right back. One thing's for certain, life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one-to-one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com. You are listening to Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aviewthroughtheveil at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, this is Barb Crowley, and uh, we're back at Metaphysics of View Through the Veil, and we're talking about the I Ching. And uh, we're on with Johanna and Tim, who are now, we went through the history and, and the background of the I Ching, but now we're going to go into how to use it. And this, to me, is the most exciting part because it has been a um, confusing situation to me. Their book is probably the most clear that I've seen. And I'm going to bring them back in and and have them bring us through how to use it and um, some of the examples where they have used it. So come on back in. Now, um, you might want to talk about both the... um, I used the coins, but there are two methods you can use. So I don't want to block somebody out just because I used one way. So maybe you can quickly talk about the two different ways to to consult the I Ching. Well, the, and I'll give it back to you. I'm talking too much. <laughs> the, the, there's, the coins is a very simple, straightforward mm-hmm. way of, of consulting the oracle. And throwing the coins, there is simply one method. There is one mm-hmm. clear method that, that, that we can use to consult it. Uh, using sticks is the same principle as the coins, but it simply takes a little bit longer. So if you right. want a, if you want a straightforward, simple approach to consulting the oracle, you throw coins, you throw a certain number of coins, and what you do when you're throwing the coins is you build a hexagram. Um, okay, um, let's start there. Then let's you want the detail on with, that. Yes, okay. yeah, because, okay. you know, I, my, I, my guess is my audience is going to go for the easiest way. And then, of course, it's in your book if they want to go to the sticks, how to do that. Yeah. But, yeah, um, let's start with the coins. Um, I want to say something in advance. Okay, Generally, yeah. if you want to... Uh, not use too much time 
om de consultation procedure en je mm-hmm. use the coins. De uh, sticks simply takes longer, but um, uh, we, we have ourselves the feeling, the idea that it is more precise. Because oh, really? Yeah. It is, but the coins are pretty effective. I can't mm-hmm. fold the message. Sometimes if we have uh, helped friends to consult the I Ching, and I always say the person who consults the I Ching, who wants to ask the question, should throw the coins. Then we always use coins because that goes fairly fast. You have to yeah, toss them. That's a better word. You have to toss them like like uh, dice. dice, right? Yeah, like dice, three times, and uh, nay six six times. So because a hexagram consists of six lines, and every uh, toss of the coins determines a line. Now, I have to say, otherwise it really eats up too much in the program. But in our book. There is a very clear uh, user manual of how to interpret it. But coins have generally, you have a head or a tail. It is essential that you use three coins that are the same. Mm-hmm. And you have these special coins that you buy in shops with a, with a square hole in it, or you simply use uh, three uh, coins of uh, any currency, but the same. So. Uh, I use three quarters actually. So something that tosses easily, so that you have this mm-hmm. random effect because that is what it is about. And then you determine now this is the head and that is the tail. Then you determine that in advance. Then when mm-hmm. you toss them, you get, for instance, uh, two heads and one tail. I uh, I haven't written down an example completely with the procedure. I haven't done, but okay, you get, you toss the coins, you get two high heads and one tail. Now, the head has a value, say, you say, you, you say in advance, you have to define that in advance. The head has the value three and the tail has the value two. Those are the values. And then you add those up and you get the number. That is a number that then corresponds with. Now I used I used the top down method. Maybe you ought to quickly explain top down. Oh, top down! You can also that you define in advance. If you want to uh, say my first line, my first toss is the top mm-hmm. line, and then I work down. Or that you say my first to- toss is the bottom line and you work up. We ourselves, and that is also in the book that is a uh, bit of a metaphysical story, we use it from the top down because we believe that that is how you get the information in. Because there is a time movement between bottom and top. That bottom is the earliest in time, that's the closest to you. And the top is the furthest. But the funny thing is, that seems, that comes from quantum mechanics, that what is furthest away, you get first. 
you get through first. And what is nearest, you get last. But that is, that we have explained that in our book. Plus, uh, we have uh, referred to the, to the source. Um, but um, you, you can define that. I believe mm -hmm. it is a matter of defining it. You define in advance with coins you have value three for head and value two for tail. Um, then you say that's one definition. You kind of agree that with uh, the messenger on the other side and you say hey, do it from the top down. And then you mm -hmm. start tossing the coins, counting the heads. I say two heads, one tail. So if you have the heads, you say that's three. Then you say that is three plus three plus tail is two. Three plus T plus two, that is eight. eight and, and I used your, um, in your book where you actually stated out, you know, the, the um, different ones. And I did six tosses yeah. <laughs> and got your got the numbers using the numbers do you have to um ask the question with each toss um no it is more like the intention not, not necessary you you, the you intention, start yeah. the intention you start with uh at the beginning, I always say I do. I that the intention. Uh, say a little ritual, a bit of you meditate. You get focused. And mm -hmm. You ask the question, and then you start. Then the question is there. It's up in the universe, wherever. And right. you, you, of course, the question will come in and out of your mind, but the focus is set, and then you. Uh, you toss these coins systematically six times and you write down. And then you, the next step. Before you go ready, into that, I have a quick question here. The, yeah. Sorry, it's sort of jumping, but I, I won't get it if we move on. Um, the, the person who is asking the question has to be the one who tosses the coins? Absolutely. Or, Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So because, you can't toss the coins for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Because because the thing is, it, it's the random method. It, you mm -hmm. you have to use a random method to access the, the 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 subconscious knowledge of the future. So you 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 have to that adds, that's completely individual. It's not something that uh, somebody else can do for you. It is, okay, the, it is the person who uh, who has the question, who, who has to make the contact with the oracle. And what if 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 we would help that person, like we've done with a few friends, then mm -hmm. we can uh, help them interpret. But they yeah. are the people who communicate with with the mm -hmm. oracle. But 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 you you've tossed the coins. Do you have I a have. hexagram? You have a hexagram. I don't know. Now, this is where I kind of got lost. So I tossed the coins and I got the numbers. Do so, I then add, uh, you know, and then I put pictures next to it of using your examples of the lines, sometimes broken, sometimes, you know, fall. And then um, do I add the number up to get the hexagram or do I just 
Look they, at the picture and match the picture. You add the numbers up. You say you okay. Plus, then I then you have I three did that plus too. Two, uh, say three, mm -hmm. three plus three plus two. Per okay, plus, so then add when the I add up. them up, so then you have eight, for instance. And so eight, let's say if I got three heads, then I add that up to a nine. Yes. But now, do I take the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth uh, toss and then add those up? You add them up per toss. But per, per toss, toss only. Per toss, okay. you get a line. So if the first toss is uh, three plus three plus two, yeah. then you say you have a broken line. No, no, no change, broken line. We've written that in our book. You can see mm -hmm. that eight... Is a, is a broken line. Uh, so you generally you write it down what you, what you get, uh, three plus three plus two, and then behind that you draw that line, broken line. Then say okay. the next line, the next toss, you have three plus three plus three. That's a nine. Nine uh -huh. corresponds with a line with a circle through it. That means that it is a moving line. You jot that okay. down. And then, if you do that line for line for line, you have a hexagram with mm -hmm. moving lines in it. And then now, the how do you know which hexagram to go to? Is it by and then picture there's then? A table, there is a table uh -huh. at, the, at the end of every I Ching book or somewhere in the I Ching book uh, mm -hmm. that tells you uh, that it's split in top and bottom. So you look up, and it is some kind of matrix always, it's a square. Um, you look up what your uh, top line is at the top. You say, okay, mm -hmm. the top the top three lines, the top three lines, the trigram, uh -huh. we call that. The top three lines, okay, that is, say, for instance, uh, a broken line, a changing line, but that's nevertheless a changing so solid line and about a broken line, for instance, then you look that up. And then you, in your table, you say, what is my, what is the bottom three lines? What kind of trigram do they down there? Say, for instance, three solid lines. And then you, you, you have, so you have upper trigram, and you have then lower trigram, and then like, yeah, like you do on the table, you, with a table, you have uh, vertically and horizontally that matches, then you have your hexagram. Does that say anything to you? If you have the table in front of it, you, it's, then... It's, in a way, it's, it's pretty straightforward when you just go to the book. So if you toss mm -hmm. the coins, if you toss the coins and you build a hexagram, you have right. an actual hexagram that you've constructed from tossing the coins, and you think, okay, I've got a hexagram, great, what do I do with it? You go to the, the, the table at the back of the book, which is the key for identifying a hexagram, and when you look at that table, you can see exactly what hexagram you, you have, because it will have a okay. number. So say you That's have the part I missed. Yeah. So, so say if you have hexagram 47, then 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 you can see that in in the in the table and then you can simply look up the hexagram in in the book and read the text that describes the hexagram 
47. The situation that hexagram 47 represents. It's it's mm-hmm. it's you know it's something you you can you can climb into. It, it just needs a little bit of practice, but um, right. it's it's not it's not too difficult. And the coins, indeed, that's the most straightforward way of doing it. It's toss the coins. As you toss the coins and you can build a hexagram and then you locate the hexagram in the book and, and then you have the information. Um, okay, and then... The I'm sorry, lines. go ahead. Yeah, that's lines. what I wanted to... Yeah, that was so my next. So that's already. the first hexagram uh, and so then you the have the moving hexagram. lines. And then... Yeah. Then well, how I do it is generally, okay, okay, I have the first hexagram, then I uh, put an error on my piece of paper, and the lines that are solid, not changing, remain the same. But the changing lines change into their opposite. That means the solid line changes into uh, a broken line, and a broken line that moves, so that is a broken line with a cross, cross in it that has value six, that would move into a solid line. The next thing, once you've done that, and you have, then you have another hexagram, you've constructed another hexagram, which you look up in the book. Mm-hmm. Now, not in the book, in the, in the table. Just like I'm um, actually, I'm looking at the table now. I, I, in, in going through the book the first time, somehow I, I got lost in that part. Now I'm looking at the table. I thought, oh my God, how simple that was and how complicated I made it. I have to apologize. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's easily done. I, I think for, for beginners, you have to climb into it. But once you climb into it, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, with the table, I can see. Oh my God, I, I was—I don't know how how I got to yeah, where I got. Is, <laughs> that is it. You need you need that table. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And then, um, and then the next thing is, of course, you say, okay, then I have the hexagram. I have the mm-hmm. hexagram that it will—that uh, is that say the end situation for convenience' sake. And then you say. Each the moving line, you can uh, now say for simplicity's sake, one moving line. Because if you have more than one moving line, it becomes a different story again. But say you have one moving line, then you read, say, I have 47 and I have a moving line in that. Mm-hmm. Say the, the fourth line from the bottom. Then you read the text. In the under the hexagram, fourth line, what is uh, what is the value of the four? What what is the text with the fourth line? That is then specifically valid. So we have the hexagram. Okay, take note of that. Then the fourth line in the hexagram, that text is specifically relevant, and that will then take you into the next hexagram, and you have to take the package and mm-hmm. take that all in. Do you get multiple lines? Then you start from the bottom. Then you get some kind of step reconstruction. I have the first line. What mm-hmm. does the hexagram change into? So you have then the first, the original hexagram. You read that. Then you read the line text. Then you go to the next hexagram. And then the next line, 
you have, so that is the line higher up, is in then in that next hexagram. And so step, 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 and then you end up with, yeah, that is where I end. And that is a story that then develops over time. But it's, it's one of those subjects, if you talk about it, it sounds horribly complicated. But if you read it, if you read it in the book, it's actually pretty simple. But, mm-hmm. um, when you Can we use one of your, like, do you, you put them in the book, you know, one of yours where my understanding we, is you did the hexagram of where I am right now. And then you took those lines and some of them moving, whatever, and it transferred into the future. Yeah. And can we use one of your examples? You know, if we can take one specific. Uh, am I complicating that? Am no, I going to no, complicate it? No, no problem. I'm just just thinking of one. I mean, uh, we we had a situation where we were living in an apartment, but we mm-hmm. weren't too happy with the place. It was noisy, and we wanted to move on. At a certain point, we. Um, we, we did get the, the fifth line in hexagram 29, mm-hmm. which is basically telling you, yes, you can move out, you can, you can get out of this bad situation, you can move to another place, but don't be overambitious because the other place that you move to will be a lot better, but still very far from perfect. Mm-hmm. So what happened was we did find another place. We got out of the apartment. We moved to a different place. But the the the, the I Ching was completely accurate. The, the place that we moved to was not exactly what we wanted, but it, at least it delivered us from the place that we really didn't like. So yeah. what do you have then? It's an example of... of a line in in in, in um, hexagram twenty nine, um, changing into what did that change into? I forget. Seven, which is oh yeah, seven. The the yeah. army. And the, the, army. And the hexagram, the army is about taking action. Yeah, that is completely uh, down to earth in the real world, just like a real army. And that is one thing about the um, I Ching that is so amazing. It's very practical. And it's yeah. very normal, really. You know, it's it gives, very it in gives, reality. It yeah. gives, gives you the information you really need. So there we were in this apartment. We were very unhappy with the place, uh, but it told us, "Look, folks, you can you can move on. It will work. Don't worry." Mm-hmm. But it's not going to deliver you to heaven. It's gonna it's gonna take you to a place that's a lot better. But at least that's an improvement. Or to say and it you, even st- yeah, and to say it even oh, st- it gets you out of your fix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so, now there's timing too. There's absolutely. a timing element that you bring in as well. Absolutely right, because um, the the time factor is difficult to put the finger on. So you might be living in a noisy apartment and you might be very unhappy. And you might see it eating, wow, I'll be able to move on from here. But mm-hmm. when? Yeah. How long is it going to take? Is it going to take a month, three months, four months? That's really almost impossible to predict. But what you can you can rest assured that if the oracle tells you that you will be released from a difficult situation, 
it's only a matter of time and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You, you, you need to simply prepare for it and be prepared to act when the opportunity comes. So it's, it's, it's very practical, you know, it, it's, uh, it's straightforward in that sense. Right, right. So you know whether it's coming in, in a month or three months versus three years. With the uh, well, years. It, it, <laughs> that depends so much. That, that varies a lot as well because it can look years ahead. So, mm-hmm. for example, uh, we uh, we had this manuscript, this I Ching book we'd written, and we thought, well, we, we need to find a publisher. And so we consulted the I Ching and said, well, are we going to find a publisher for this manuscript? Otherwise, we've written it for nothing. So, right. uh, um, so we, 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 we did receive um, um, a line in, in hexagram 58, a, a line in hexagram 60, and a line in, in hexagram 19, yeah, which told us basically, yes, you will find a publisher. It mm-hmm. will work. Um, you will be able to make a deal with the publisher. It might not be perfect, but you'll make a deal with the publisher. And and that will lead to a, a certain uh, success with your book. So you know, I'm so that. glad. I'm so glad you did. And we're actually at time, and I want to make sure everybody knows where to get your book. So I hate to jump in at no, that, that point, that, but it's a perfect point. Yeah. Um, so tell me, where can everybody get your book and get hold of you, too? Are, are you open to working with people directly yes, on yes. this and giving yes, classes certainly. and all? So you want yes. to tell us how people can get hold of you and your um, book? The book is published by John Hunt Publishing.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the website and you look up the title of the book, The I Ching Oracle, The Guides Through the Human Maze, then... And I can and, post that on my website as well. So if anybody wants to come to a view through the veil.com, I will have that and, and you can link right in. And yes. you, do you guys have a website yourself? Not a website. We have a Facebook page. The Facebook. Called, okay, good. Facebook Eaching or the eaching, eaching, and divination, and the address is at tj dowdle, tj dowdle eighty eight. So tj, it is at tj dowdle eighty eight. Great, that'll Facebook. be perfect. That'll be perfect. Use, they can use Messenger on Facebook. They can mm-hmm. also go to our email. That is on Outlook. And um, one moment. And, and again, I'll have a I'll have the link on the um, on my webpage, so they can come to my webpage and come into you as well. Oh no, that so is that, that'll be perfect. But listen, and here I you have EJ. The email is tjdowdle at outlook.com. But we perfect. Uh, filled that in on the on the form. Okay, great. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really loved it. I, I've been trying to get into this and couldn't do it. And now you've given me hope. You've given me a way in. And your book really is very simple. I just may, have to spend a little I, more time on that. It, it, may I give Thanks for being on the show, though. Thank you very much. Thanks. And have a great weekend. Yeah, you Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. Uh- 
Thank you for joining us for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. Please tune in for another edition with your host, Barb Crowley, next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your upcoming weekend.